Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Personal Growth Fridays. Woo! Um, it is just me today, unfortunately, no guests. I know we've had some pretty crackers on the, the last few weeks, but you're, you're stuck with just me. Um, and actually, speaking of accepting that it's just me, this week's episode is all about accepting yourself and kind of learning from yourself. The reason why I'm doing this, um, often I love to speak to people and it's exciting to, to hear their stories, understand where they've learned, where they've made mistakes and kind of what their next move was. But the, the real thing and the kind of something that I, I preach about at work every single day is learning from yourself. We often kind of just move past ourselves and accept that, you know, we can accept help from other people. It comes with their wisdom, it comes with their experiences, it comes with their knowledge that's been handed down to them. So when someone else tries to help us or tries to, you know, coach us or anything like that, we accept it with open arms. We're like, yep, absolutely, come at me. Like when your dad, your mum or someone used to kind of teach you how to cook something or show them something, we accept that, you know, they've cooked it a lot of times. They know how to make it. Even if it's simple as boiling pasta, they've probably boiled a lot of fucking pasta in their time. So we just accept that it comes from them. But one of the hardest things that we, we can do is actually learn from ourselves. Which sounds simple. You, you think really, oh, no, it's just trust your gut instinct. You know, learn from your mistakes and things like this. But often, because the things that we're talking about are our pride and joy, they're our mistakes, they're our fuck-ups... We get our back up against against the wall. We have to think, oh, fuck this, I'm not listening to this. You know, I can, I can do my own thing. But sometimes learning from yourself and assessing what you've done previously is actually the best place to start everything off with. I run at um, the company I work for, Jiminy. Every single week I run, or I run multiple self-coaching workshops. Really kind of breaking down the barrier of learning from yourself and understanding how you know how you can better yourself from your, your previous mistakes and often everyone in the same session seems to have the same response to me and they think that this is like the biggest words of wisdom the classic everything happens for a reason now yes things do happen for a reason you know and often without one thing happening the second thing won't come about yeah that is true but doesn't mean that we're going to learn and get better from it it doesn't mean that we're going to grow because something has happened. A lot of things happen in the world. A lot of things happen to you every single fucking day. I can almost guarantee you, you don't learn from every single one of these. And why don't we learn from them? It's because often we just accept if we make a mistake, oh, it's a mistake and we move on. If we fuck up at something, oh, we think, oh, it's a one-off, it doesn't matter, we move on. Which, okay, you get that short-term release where you think, oh, right, you know, I haven't done anything wrong. You kind of justify it in your head. Like, you know, when you, you make a mistake in a, in a sports game or something like that, you think, oh, on to the next bit. Which is, which is true. It's good to have that kind of positive moving-on attitude. But we also sometimes actually need to look back on it and learn. You look at um, the top sports athletes in the world. When they play a game or run a race or something like that, they don't just do it, and then if they make a mistake in a game, think, oh yeah, whatever, you know, on to the next bit. They'll watch that game back on a, on a Monday morning, and then they'll address, right, so what did we actually learn from this? Um, I used to do, I used to play for a, a few kind of high-quality teams, and it was fantastic, but every Monday, we'd have the exact same thing. We'd go back, we'd re-watch the game, and we'd really pick apart individual plays. 
because we can easily sit there and be like, it's a mistake, move on, focus on the next one, which is what we're still doing. We're still focusing on the next game and we're still focusing on the next call at work and we're still focusing on you know the next day of life, but we're using these mistakes and experiences to grow from. So yeah, everything does happen for a reason, but don't let those reasons just slip by. Actually understand, right, so if something happened yesterday where I upset someone or I said something that hurt someone's feelings, don't just accept it and be like, oh God, you know, right, I, won't, I won't do that again. How can we make sure we won't do that again? What can we do and put in place that will prevent that from happening again? You know, um, I play rugby. If I start throwing really poor passes off my, my left hand, instead of just being like, oh yeah, it was a shit game, you know, ball was wet, things like that, whatever the excuses may be. No, what can I do differently in the week so that when I next play the game, I don't pass shit? It's about trying to learn from these experiences and, you know, kind of help them make you be a better version of you. Because the truth is, you know, we, we're very quick to pick up other people's flaws. We're quick to pick up other people's mistakes. You know, often in, in work, in life, in everything like that, in sports, I, I know I keep going back to it, but often if someone else makes mistakes in the build-up to what we've done wrong, we'll put it on that. We'll blame that. You know, if, um, if say, for example, I got a bit too drunk one weekend and I had a bit of a go at one of my friends for pretty much no reason at all, instead of me just saying, yeah, all right, I, you know, I made a mistake, I was a bit of a dick, I will often try and look for something in the build-up of that event which I can pin everything on. It's not a very healthy way of living, to be honest. We all do it, so don't feel bad for doing it sort of thing. Everyone's done it. You say, oh, no, well, actually, they said this to me earlier on, or, you know, they were dicks to me the other day. Sometimes we've actually just got to look at these, you know, everything happens for a reason. I think, right, what has happened? What was the reason that it happened? And how can I prevent that reason from coming up again? Which is why I often, instead of using the saying, everything happens for a reason, I prefer to look at things as not having any regrets. Because, okay, you could be regretful of the, the end result of what's happened, but hopefully because this has happened this one time, we can put things in play and action in play, which will then prevent that from happening again. So, okay, this one time, bit of a shitter, no one wanted this to happen, but it also hopefully means that it's going to prevent a lot of other further issues. And, you know, I, I said today about kind of, I, was, I wanted to get a bit deeper today. I feel like the, a lot of my podcasts have been, I've spoke to you about, about my personal life and, and how I've tried to better myself, but I've never really fully opened up as to kind of what opened me all up to self-coaching. I look back at, you know, and I always preach about not looking back in anger um, and trying to learn from each and every experience. In 2019, I believe it was, yes, it was, um, I had a problem with my heart. Um, without getting too deep and emotional, it caused me to pass out in a station um, and I spent several days in hospital and it was very scary. It was very, very scary. And it makes you put things into perspective of how all of a sudden everything can just disappear. You don't realise, you know, the saying, you don't realise what you've got until it's gone. You try having that with your own life and it is the biggest wake-up call you will ever experience. We get sad when, I don't know, even like we finish a bit of food and it's all, all the cookies are gone in a packet. 
and you think that little bit of sadness, you imagine having that with your own physical life, thinking shit is done. And it was it was absolutely terrifying. Do I regret it happening? Absolutely fucking not. It is one of the best things that could ever and has ever happened in my whole entire life for me. Because it made me realise how lucky and how grateful I am as a human to be here and to have my friends and family, to be in a job that I really enjoy, to have all of these different things that are fucking fantastic, to be honest. So this is what I'm talking about. Don't look back at things of anger and, and you know, everything and saying how everything happens for a reason. Did the heart attack happen for a reason? I don't know. You know, did it, did it, did I learn from it? Absolutely. It didn't happen for a reason. I don't believe anyone deserves to go through that kind of pain mentally or physically. But what did I do from it? Instead of just saying, oh, everything happens for a reason and then just moving on to the next thing like a fucking idiot. Instead, I I looked at it all and I thought, right, what can I take from this? It woke me up in life, which I hope everyone in life has some sort of experience that makes them realise this. Often, you know, people say when when a grandparent dies or something like that, or heaven forbid a, a parent dies, and, and they say, well, it makes you realise kind of how short life is and how important it is to, to enjoy it all, you know, and try and embrace it all and learn from everything and, and help each other grow. Imagine that then with your own life, you know, you kind of sit there and think, fucking hell, like this is actually, this is all pretty mad. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm rambling on a bit about this now. But anyway, so where am I going with this? So it's about not trying to regret things. I, you know, I, I did a few things in the build-up, you know, I was maybe training a bit too hard with sport and gym and, you know, work and living a busy weekend. Maybe I overdid it. You know, there, there's tons of different reasons that it could be. But the truth is, it's happened now, and what can I do from this? Now, since this has happened, as I say, it's given me a bit of an awakening, and it and it's woke me up as to what life should be about which is about enjoying it, making your own life as best as it can possibly be, making each other's lives as best as they can possibly be. Which is, to be honest, the real reason that I started this whole podcast in the first place. was because without, you know, little sympathy party or anything like that, I've had a few shit moments. I've had a few shit moments, you know, which everyone has in their own life. And I wanted to share mine so that I could hopefully help people realise the lessons that I have learned. Now... I look back with a little bit of anger on that whole situation. I think, you know, I'm not, I'm happy it happened to me, but then I think, come on, there must have been another way that I could have had this realisation, you know, that didn't involve all of that. Which has then brought me on to something that's come, become quite close to my heart recently, which is about forgiveness. The There's a, a person I'm, I'm speaking with at the moment, um, and they, they handed me a, a book which is it's called the book of forgiveness and it's all about trying to differentiate forgiveness and forgetting you know the classic saying oh forgive and forget no that's bollocks that's absolute bollocks we can forgive things but we don't need to forget them and this links back as well the whole everything happens for a reason we can forgive that things have happened and we can forgive ourselves and we can forgive the people around us that may have caused this but the big thing is we don't forget we never forget. And that is fucking amazing because we don't want to forget. We want to use that experience, whether it's good, bad, ugly, it doesn't matter. We want to use that experience to help us grow. 
often a, a, a saying that's thrown around in counseling and things like that, you know, and kind of therapy is catastrophizing. So basically, you know, layman's terms, making a mountain out of a molehill. Something small goes wrong in your life and then you somehow turn it into the world is ending and you're going to lose your job and, you know, your, your partner's going to leave you and then family hate you and, and you really kind of turn it into a huge thing. Now, often in life, a lot of us do this. It's not a bad thing or it is a bad thing, but, you know, it's something you can't control straight away. So don't beat yourself up if you do this. But often, you know, if we're feeling a bit down, we start to look at everything else negatively. You know, I spoke about the whole good vibes, good life thing. It works very similar with that as well. But then, so how can we turn this around? How can we instead catastrophize other things? And how can we instead actually use these opportunities to grow? Which is something that I've, I speak about quite a lot in my, my week-to-week work. And one of the biggest things I, you know, biggest mistakes I see people doing is everyone looks long-term straight away. You know, there's the classic interview question, where do you see yourself in five years' time? I've got no fucking idea on earth where I will be five years' time. If you ask 20-year-old Max, you know, the, the pisshead in Leeds Uni, where he'll be in five years, he, he never would have said this. I, you know, I used, he used to think that self-coaching was all a load of bullshit, you know, and none of it was real. And now all of a sudden I'm sat there preaching on a podcast. It's quite, quite funny thinking about it like that. But So where are you going to be in five years? I've got no idea. But the problem is, is people like to think long-term. Because their long-term goals are big. You know, they're, they're exciting. If you can achieve them, they'll be fucking brilliant. But the problem is with thinking about that long-term is that we get very, very disheartened as humans. We're, we're an impatient race. We are an impatient species. You think we can order something on Amazon, it comes the next day. If I want to listen to a song, I just go on Spotify and it's literally within less than a second, it's there. Everything we have now is just at our fingertips. TV has turned to shit because all of a sudden Netflix is there and I can watch whatever I want the second I want it. I don't need to wait till six o'clock till something's on. That's why Netflix is killing TV because they know how impatient people are. Anything that's succeeding in life, businesses and things like that, they are all just based around basically allowing people to get to where they want as quickly as fucking possible because we are the most impatient bunch of people on this earth. Well, we're the only people on this earth, but you get my point. So instead, let's work with that. Let's not get annoyed that we're impatient. You know, something is drilled into us and even the most patient people in the world have times where they want things quicker. You know, none of us are monks or anything like that. I can guarantee you most of the people listening to this podcast are people mid-20s or mid-30s who just want to achieve as much as physically possible with doing as little amount of work in the little amount of time. So how can we, how can we work with this? Let's not fight it. Let's join forces with it. So I always say to people, fuck your five-year-long uh, five goal. Forget that. That's gone. Instead, we're going to focus on month by month. And if it makes it even easier for you, we can go week by week. One of the best things I started doing, and I started it about just over a year ago, is I write myself my three goals for that day. And then I also have three goals for the week. Now, the daily ones could be something incredibly simple. Eat healthy, go to the gym, um, make this amount of sessions or something like that. Create, For example, every Friday, one of my three things, record the podcast. Sounds simple, record and lease the podcast, done. One of my tasks. 
another one. What's my other one today? Mine was go to the gym, um, and I also had a team coaching session this morning, which I wrote down, you know, try and smash that, which hopefully I did. I don't really know. Um, but so I like to break it down into small achievable goals, whether they're daily, weekly, or, you know, if you very, very most look monthly. But the reason I like doing these small goals, A, they're actually achievable, and B, I feel that sense of reward afterwards. You know, if I do my weekly goals, I treat myself to a little takeaway on a Sunday night. I know it's probably not the most healthy routine to be into, but it's nice. I set myself a little goal. You know, what do I want to achieve in this week? I want to do X amount of sessions. I want to record and release the podcast, and I want to go to the gym five times. Perfect. Simple goals that I can easy tick off as done. Because before we know it, all these small goals actually end up turning into the big goal. People, when they join the gym, what, what, what do you want? What's your, what's your goal? Oh, I'll be fucking ripped. I'll be absolutely ripped. Or I want to have huge arms or, you know, whatever it may be. I want to be able to run a marathon, whatever it may be. And then the marathon running, uh, running is a class example. Overnight, you're not going to be able to run 26.2 miles. Unless you're a bit of a freak, you are not going to be able to just randomly run 26.2 miles. So how do you train for a marathon? Next week, I'm going to run three miles. The week after that, I want to try and do four miles. The two weeks after that, oh God, let's go crazy. I want to go seven miles. You slowly inch up. You don't randomly just go, yep, fuck it, marathon tomorrow. That's not how it works. Instead, you do these small achievable goals because you're so busy focusing on the next week and the challenge that's coming up that before you know it, you've blinked and you're actually halfway through to your long-term goal and you've just run half a marathon. So why don't we follow that same routine when it comes to our work life and our personal life? Why in work and personal life do we expect so much of ourselves and think that I need to achieve everything overnight? Why isn't it the same? Because it should be. I say with self-coaching, whether it's your patience that you want to work on or your talking speed or things like this, if your patience is currently at like, I don't know, 0.2 seconds in a conversation, don't aim for a whole second overnight. You know, like, let's go to 0.3. And then once we've got that, then we'll go to 0.4. And then we'll go to 0.5. And it's about inching our way up. Because over time, as I say, we've got to blink. And then next minute, we all know what it's like. Look at the, like in the build-up to Christmas. You know, like, it seems, oh, it's like four months away. Next week, we blink and it's Christmas Eve. And we've got no presents and we're pretty drunk somewhere. And we think, oh, fucking hell, that's gone quick. The exact same works with everything in life. So keep that routine. Learn from the mistakes that you've made in the past. Use them to help yourself grow. And then start giving yourself this small achievable targets. Because I said at the start, this is all about accepting yourself. Yeah, you know, I think one of the very first podcasts, something I preach about almost daily, is life is about progression and not perfection. And this works for the exact same thing here. Have you ever, when was the last time you looked back over the last three or four years or however long and think how much you've achieved? We get so busy looking four years in advance. When was the last time you looked four years back and thought, fucking hell, actually I'm a completely different person. I've got a fantastic job. I've got really the family who love me and I'm now the partner who I think the world of. When was the last time you done that? Because I don't think we do it enough as, as people. We call it bragging. We call it being cocky and things like that. We give it all these negative terms 
that absolutely destroy the idea of self-confidence, which is horrendous. So personally, I'm going to say fuck being cocky, fuck being arrogant. It's called accepting yourself. Accept yourself for who you are, accept yourself for who you want to be, and learn from those perhaps cocky or arrogant mistakes and use them to accept yourself and get better and better and better. That is my rant well and truly over. Um, thank you very much, everyone. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Uh, weather's got a bit a bit pony, hasn't it? But, you know, we move. The insider pubs aren't affected by the rain, apparently, which is fantastic. So have a great weekend, everyone, and I'll see you all next Friday.